Hello, this is Dr. Karen Horton from Johns Hopkins. In this lecture, we'll be discussing stool tagging agents. Now, to perform virtual colonoscopy, obviously you're going to use colon cleansing, and we discussed that in a different lecture. But in addition to cleaning the colon, the tagging agents are very helpful because no matter what bowel prep you use, there's always a little residual fluid and or small stool particles. So by using the tagging, the stool and the fluid tagging may help improve sensitivity and specificity for polyp detection. And there's also interest in developing stool tagging regimens to decrease or eliminate the need for cathartics. So we'll discuss that a little bit at the end. Some people want to give a lot of tagging agents and then have the computer subtracted and only leave the polyps. So the thought is that maybe if you could get good stool tagging and electronic subtraction that you could avoid the need for colon cleansing but most of us use stool tagging in combination with colon cleansing. There are different types of tagging agents. There's barium. So the idea of using barium is to label any remaining solid stool. So by giving barium during the bowel prep, if there's residual stool left, it will mix with the barium so it's easily identifiable on the CT and helps increase your sensitivity and specificity by labeling the stool. There's also iodinated liquids, and the idea of the iodinated liquids is that if there's any fluid remaining, so especially if you're using Go Lightly, for example, this will be tagged and will appear white on the CT so that you could see any polyps hidden within the fluid. If there's a large amount of fluid and you're not using tag, then it becomes a problem because you might not see a polyp underneath the fluid. So basically, the t idea of the tagging is to tag the fluid and to tag the residual stool so you can decrease false positives. But also remember that the tagging sometimes can coat polyps, and we'll discuss that. So first, the barium tagging agents. You have different choices out there. Most people use the high density, the 40 weight per volume. That's the tagatol. So that comes already packaged in three little vials, 20 cc's each. And most people use two or three of those vials in the colon prep. But some people prefer to use dilute barium, so that's 2%, and then they would give a higher volume, which is 250 cc's. And the dilute barium also, the idea is to tag the residual stool. In combination with the barium tagging would be iodinated liquid. So you could use diatrizoate or iohexol 350, so these are iodinated liquids. The diatrizoate is, you know, high osmolar, and the low osmolar agent is iohexol, given before bedtime. So if it's diatrizoate, that's gastrograph, and 60 cc's before bed, we actually use the iohexol 350, which is Omnipake 350, because it's low osmolar and a little bit safer, even as an oral liquid, 50 cc's before bedtime. And remember, the idea of that is to tag any residual fluid. So here's an example of an examination performed with stool tagging. You'll see there's dense white lesions in the ascending colon, so we know that those are stool tagging and not polyps, right? They're completely white. Here's an example of some stool with tagging, and you can see on the axial images it's very white. On the fly-through images, depending on the software you have, remember the endoluminal views are surface renderings. So it can't really distinguish stool from a polyp just by looking at it in a lot of cases. You need to know the density. So you either have to have special software that lets you see the density on the 3D view, or then correlate it with the 2D view, and you can see that that's pure white tagging mixed with the stool. Here's an example of the tagged liquid. So this is using the IOHEXOL 350. We have some fluid in the right colon that looks white. And so that's important. If there's a polyp hidden in the fluid, you'll be able to see it. 
At the Akron trial, they used the high-density barium. They used the Tagatol, which was the 40%. They gave one bottle in the morning, half a bottle at 11 o'clock, and the other half of the bottle at 2 p.m. mixed with water. And then before bed, the Akron trial used 60 cc's of the gastrographin mixed with clear liquids for the liquid tagging. At the University of Wisconsin, they do it differently. As of 2009, their PrEP includes 250 cc's of low-density barium, that's the 2.1%, the night before the study, and right before bed, 60 cc's of gastrographin for the liquid tagging. Now, there are some problems with using tagging. First of all, you have to realize that there is partial coating of polyps with the tagging agent, so you have to get used to it. Just because you see something with white on it doesn't mean it's stool. It could be a polyp, a polyp with stool, with tagging along it. And stool usually mixes with the tagging agent. So if you see high density within a lesion, you know that it's stool. But if you see high density on the outside of a lesion, you have to be very carefully and say, is it stool with tagging on the outside, or is it a polyp with tagging coating it? In a study of 216 patients, 46% of the 312 polyps had adherent contrast, especially villous histology. So you have to get comfortable when you see tagging along the outside of something that it could be a polyp. This is the Hopkins prep at 8 a.m. starts with a clear liquid breakfast and one bottle of the Tagatol. Remember, that was the 40%. And then they mix go lightly and put it in the refrigerator. At noon, they have clear liquid lunch and they use a half bottle of the Tagatol mixed with four ounces of water. Then at 3 p.m. they start to drink the Go Lightly. 5 p.m. they drink the other half bottle of the Tagatol in four ounces of clear liquid. And at 8 p.m. they take two bisicodal tablets. And then at bedtime, remember the iodinated solution we use is the 50 cc's of OmniPig 350 or Iohexol mixed with eight ounces of clear liquid, something like Sprite. As I mentioned, at University of Wisconsin, they use it differently. So they're still using bisicodal tablets. They use magnesium citrate, two bottles, as you can see listed there. But for tagging, they give 250 cc's of liquid barium in the evening, and they give 60 cc's of gastrographin before bed. Now, in the ACR guidelines, they say, quote, while most multicenter trials validating CTC as a screening technique have used routine oral contrast for labeling colonic stool and fluid, there is insufficient evidence to require the use of oral contrast in all cases. So when feasible, the use of tagging agents is encouraged by many experts. So it's encouraged, but it's not a requirement. You can certainly do virtual colonoscopy without tagging agents, especially if you're doing it the same day after an incomplete colonoscopy. You can feel comfortable going ahead and doing it instead of having to delay it for a day for you to give additional prep or additional tagging agents. The use of tagging agents with reduced catharsis or non-catharsis is being investigated. So people are looking at having patients drink a lot of tagging agents ahead of time and then having less of the bowel prep, maybe just bisicodal tablets. Because the theory is that if you have the stool tagged well enough that you can identify it as stool and find the polyps. Or you could use it in combination with electronic subtraction. So have the computer subtract out all the high density that's left and just leave the polyps there. So just to let you know, there's a lot of studies going on. Early studies have been favorable that this might be a good way of doing things. Of course, it seems too good to be true because you could eliminate the catharsis or really decrease it. If it worked, it would be wonderful. But that's kind of the theory behind it. So in summary, stool and flu tagging agents may be helpful to improve sensitivity and specificity for polyp detection. We use both barium and iodinated liquids as tagging, so we can tag both the stool 
and the residual fluid. There's really no consensus on the best tagging regimens or even if it's absolutely necessary. All I can tell you is most experts use tagging when they do virtual colonoscopy, but certainly there are excellent practices that don't use the tagging agent. So you can be good at virtual colonoscopy with or without tagging. I think it's a little easier, especially when you're starting to use the tagging agents, because it helps you identify polyps with confidence and helps you distinguish polyps from stool. Thank you.